Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full worth limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Awake to Oneness Radio. My name is Caroline Chang, and I'm the host of the show. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Now, science is now teaching us that all life is energy, and that energy is interconnected and interdependent. In essence, that energy is one thing. Now, ancient wisdom and spirituality has been teaching the truth of oneness for eons. And science is even catching up. Quantum physics is catching up. But this quantum physics is actually over 100 years old. So we're not even talking new science. At this time, mankind should know that we are all one. And when mankind does awaken to the universal truth of oneness, there will be peace on earth. Today's show topic is knowing oneness is the key with Jason Shirka. Welcome, Jason, to Awake to Oneness Radio. Thank you very, very much for having me. Thank you for, for bringing me onto your show. And thank you for being my guest. I actually met Jason a few weeks ago in New York City because he was hosting a rally, a unity rally. My girlfriend told me about it the night before. I'd never heard of Jason, but unity rally, that's me, I'm there. I'm there. So I went to, and I met Jason in person. So Jason, please introduce yourself to the audience and let them know what your, your mission is all about. Sure. So. I mean, I could make it long and I could make it short. So I'll sum everything up and we'll go wherever you really want to take. Okay. My mission overall big picture is very in alignment with what you just said and what you're doing here on this show of bringing people together. And instead of kind of dividing ourselves due to our differences, uniting because of our differences. And the analogy that I always give is just look at the human body. You know, we see the human body as one single unit because physically speaking and in our level of awareness of physicality, mm -hmm. it's one single unit. But even the human body, we see all these different organs and each organ has a different function. And I mean, just imagine the heart said, you know what, I don't like the liver, I'm not gonna help it today. Or the brain said, you know what, I don't like the kidney, I'm not gonna help it today. Well, sooner or later, you're gonna have a sick body. Yes. And sooner or later, you're going to die. Yes. And we all represent different organs in the same body, the human body, the collective body. Very true. So, I mean, I see it as it's right in front of our faces. You know, it doesn't that What I just explained, a five-year-old can understand, a thousand-year-old can understand. It's, it's as simple as can be because it is the way things work. And my, my mission, my job is really just to 
not to teach people anything, but to remind them what they may have forgotten over time. Yes, so true. <laughs> exactly what you said is exactly why I launched this show, Awake to Oneness Radio, almost seven years ago. And it was shortly after my son is in spirit. It was six months after my son transitioned. I say in spirit because there is nothing but eternal life. I know this to be true. I know now my awakening to oneness was through quantum physics and I'm not a scientist. I try, just like you say, I try to explain and I don't teach. I don't, I always say I'm not a teacher. I'm just sharing what resonates true in my heart and soul, not my head, my heart and soul. Cause when, when it resonates here in my heart and soul, I know it to be true. It's not a belief, it's a knowing. So oneness to me, is is all around us you look at a flower you look at anything you can see the interconnectedness of everything of all of life one of my favorite quote is Rumi's quote you're not a drop in the ocean you're the entire ocean in a drop so when people understand holographic because that's what I, when I studying quantum physics I learned about holographics how that one tiny cell, like if I took a tiny cell of your body from your body and I, and I knew how to clone, so I was a scientist and I knew how to clone somebody, all I would need is a microscopic cell from you and I can clone a whole nother Jason because all of you is in that microscopic cell. So I call us, all 7 billion of us on the planet, cells of God, source, all that is, whatever name, you want to call, I say all that is. And as a cell, we're holographic, meaning all of God is in each of us. That's, and, and it's all connected. There is. I like, I like the cell example. You're 100% right. I, I never even thought about that one. Yeah. And it's so powerful because it's, I mean, it's true. Again, it's, yeah. that's how it works. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Yes, it. yes, yes, yes. So I, I'm just like you. We so, you know, I'm surprised we haven't met before now because I like to keep it very simple. I'm not a scientist, but I do understand quantum physics at the, at the layman's term, the understanding of the unified field theory of a holographic universe that everything is a holographic, holographic aspect of everything else. And there is truly no separation. So when you hurt another person, you're really doing nothing but hurting yourself, regardless if that person disagrees. It's not, I use the term um, unity within diversity because it's our diversity that makes us so wonderful. I mean, we don't have to agree on politics or anything. We don't have to agree on anything. Long as we know that we are one, we can love and respect that other person as another aspect of ourself and another aspect of all that is. The hardship with that that I found with, with the common individual is the question of, okay, that's great, but what do you do when one's decisions are doing harm to your children, to your family? That's where it gets difficult. And honestly, I'm not sure, there's no direct solution for that because some, sometimes on the way, we have to eat crap in order to know that we're eating crap. Yes. You know? Really, yeah. that's the, the best way I can say it. Mm -hmm. And in that way, anytime I share that message, there are a select few people that say, well, 
I didn't choose this reality. Well, my answer to that would be, it's not about you. There is no I. One cell in the body could choose to be healthy, but if a hundred cells in the body choose to be sick, you're gonna be sick. Exactly. And the healthy cell will call that unfair. Mm -hmm. But that's just the way it works because the majority energetically at least, yeah. the majority dictates the reality, not the one person that wants it. The one person can influence the majority to change their ways, Right. but it's all dictated by the collective. Wow, I love what you just said because you just kind of opened up the door to another aspect of what my show is about. And mm -hmm. that is knowing the truth of who we truly are. Now, when you met me, I was wearing a t-shirt. I don't know if you remember it, but it says, I am a sovereign divine being of light. Understanding this physical body is just a spacesuit that I'm using in this lifetime. I know that I lived hundreds of now thousands of lifetimes in all kinds of bodies, not just here on planet Earth and on other planets. When you know, so again, it's a knowing of who you truly are. See, as, as a sovereign divine being of light, I know I am creating my reality, not from the human, limited human mind, but from my higher self. My, my, my higher self knows all, knows every lifetime I have ever lived, knows exactly why I chose to be here. So here's the question I ask people. Are you a victim of life? Or are you a creator of life? You can't be both. You know, some people are like, when something good happens, oh, I created that. But if something bad happens, I didn't create that. No such thing. You're either a victim or a creator. I know I am a creator of life, meaning everything that happens, not from my limited uh, mind, my limited human mind, but from my heart and soul knowing of everything, I know that everything that happens happens for my highest good, and the highest good of all, because we are one collective. Now, let me answer that question about one, one cell choosing to be healthy and the rest of the cells choosing to be sick. Um, we are a collective. So individually, we're, we're creating our personal reality and collectively, we're creating the collective human reality. It takes just a tiny bit of life, light, and this is proven scientifically. The, the vibration, at a high vibration, it, which love, unconditional love is the highest vibration. Yes, 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 yes. That's mm -hmm. exactly what you're saying. Yes, so at that high frequency, all it takes is a little bit of light to shine through the darkness. So if one cell, that one cell that decides to shine light is overpowering the this, this six cells by such a magnitude. See, I, I know we're, we're living in 2021, 2020 was crazy, but it's the greatest thing that's happening to humanity because humanity is waking up and we already have the numbers. We already have enough light workers on this planet to overcome all of the darkness. It doesn't look like that in the 3D matrix. People, especially if they look at the news. I haven't watched news in over 20 years, but people watching the news every night are like, oh God, what's happening? If you know, turn off that news, number one, because all it's doing is lying to you. But when you know that the light has already won, and I know it, it's not a belief. I know 
light has already won. I know there's enough light workers on the planet like yourself, like me. There's enough of us on the planet shining our light that will overcome all of the darkness and the whole body will soon be healthy. This I know. I believe that to be our, I mean, no matter what, that's our destiny because that's what's going to happen regardless of what's on the way. Right. What I would say, um, and I'm not sure if this is a difference of opinion or just a different way of saying it. Okay. Um, I agree with you that at any given time, we have that potential to do exactly what you said. Right. But there's a difference, in my opinion, at least with the potential and the actualization of that potential. Meaning right now, if we choose to, everything's over, we reach where we have to reach. Mm -hmm. The question is, will enough, of us, will enough of us choose to do it that have the ability to do it? And part of why I do what I do is because, yes, we have the choice and we can make that. Now I don't think enough have made it yet. I hear what you're saying, and it's true. Because remember, we are each sovereign divine beings of light. That's who we mm -hmm. truly are at our core. And mm -hmm. truly at that core is unconditional love. But we've forgotten. We've yes. forgotten who we are. So that's why it's a wake up and remember was the word you use. Remember who we are. And it's from our higher self, our soul choice, that some, I know that some have not chosen to awaken in this lifetime, which is okay because we live hundreds and thousands of lives, it's okay. They say, okay, I, I wanna play in the dark for a little bit longer. Okay, you do you. That's honor, when we honor the soul at the soul's level of awareness, the soul's level of awakefulness, we're honoring that soul as a sovereign divine being of light, even if it's a close family member. I mean, okay. I would not recommend anybody go out and get that experimental shot because that's what it is. So, and I didn't use the word I shouldn't get striked by YouTube, but anyway, you never know. We know that censorship, and I tell YouTube this all the time: you're censoring the truth. That's all you're doing. But that the, you can't stop the truth. But um, so even if a family member of mine decided to go do that, I have to honor that family member's choice. It's that soul's choice, even if they're only making that conscious choice from their limited human awareness. It's their higher self that really guides their life. And when it's time, just like I had my awakening in 2007, um, everybody's going to have that awakening at some point in their life. And it may not be this lifetime. And that's okay. Because life is eternal. I think I just, I mentioned to you, my son is in spirit. He actually transitioned. We're recording this on the 30th of June. My son transitioned on the 1st of July, which will be tomorrow is the seventh anniversary of his transition. He's very much with me. We're actually closer now because he was a grown man. He's 29 years old when he transitioned. He was doing his own thing. I saw him a couple of times a year. So it was now he's with me all the time and I know it. I have physical evidence of it. And I do need the physical evidence of it to know that he's still with me. So I, when, I, when you know certain things, I know life is eternal. I know every, every soul has a choice to make that choice to stay, stick with this 3D matrix, which is crumbling. I've been in celebration mode since March, 2020, because I know that the old matrix, the 3D matrix is crumbling. Anybody with eyes to see can see that everything, every system that was created in the 3D matrix is crumbling and we should be celebrating. 
Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, and it has to crumble. The old 3D matrix has to crumble before we can come together and build a new earth, which is going to be the 5D. And people, every soul, every every person on the planet has that choice right now. Do I want to stick with the old 3D matrix or do I want to raise my consciousness and go to the 5D new earth? And what that's their soul's choice and they will go. Humanity is at a crossroads. And you and I, we came here for this time to help guide as many souls to awaken. And all we can do is guide them because awakening is an inside job. That happens from within their heart and soul. And all we can do is share our truth in love and light and, and guide them the best we can to, to make that right decision. Earlier, you said uh, uh, you're either a victim or a creator. And I think victimhood doesn't actually exist fundamentally. I think it exists in our awareness because even victimhood is something you create. Exactly. Well, we're all creators. We're all manifesting something. The question... The question is, are we conscious of what we're manifesting? Are we doing it knowingly or are we doing it unknowingly? Exactly. And that's where I would say victimhood uh, really falls in. Exactly. Same thing with hell. I say we create heaven or hell. We're doing it right here in this now moment. We create everything, everything that's happening. So people that say, oh, I didn't pick this. Yes, you did. That's what I'm going to say to them, because I know you are a sovereign divine being of light and you are creating your own reality. So, I mean, I can say I didn't pick my son to transition before I did. What mom would want that to happen? Of course not. So, but I know in spirit, I do know in spirit, it was a soul plan before my birth. It was a soul plan my son and I had because every soul knows exactly when to come into this life experience and every soul knows when to leave this life experience. It's not about time. It's about that soul's choice and that soul is creating its life experience. Do you think you can change? Do you think if a soul made a choice before incarnating, it can change that choice in the body? Oh, yes. I believe in, in, in destiny and free will happens in every now moment. We have destiny and free will in every now moment. Now, one, and there's a, a, a channel I listen to by the name of Bashar, and he describes it like when we come into this life, we pick a theme. Now, that theme, we can, like I said, we that theme won't change, but we can go through that life very happy with that theme, or we can be very miserable. That's our choice. And every now moment, we can create heaven with that same theme, or we can create hell with that exact same theme. Okay, here's an example. Okay, I believe that when we die, when, the first thing we realize is this is a dream of our own creation, but we go through a soul review. Many people who've had near-death experience talk about that soul review. So we, in spirit, are reviewing our life, and we feel everything that we did to another person. So if I hurt you, I, when I go through that soul review, I'm going to feel the hurt I caused you. So if I killed somebody, okay, in a life, and I say, oh my goodness, as a soul, oh my God, that was so, I got I to gotta go back and make that right. We choose to come back. We's like, I got to go back and make that right. Now, here's two ways you can make that right. Okay, I killed somebody in a lifetime, so I'm coming back to, to 
um, balance. Karma is just balance. So I'm coming back to balance that karma. I can choose to save somebody's life. That will balance out that karma. Or I could choose to be killed. That will, so see how there was a higher frequency solution to that karma and a lower frequency. And in every now moment, you have that choice. You have the choice to balance out your karma from a high frequency, or you have a choice to balance out that karma from a lower frequency. It does it. So in both cases, it balances out that karma. You can save somebody's life. Okay, I killed somebody in somebody in another lifetime, but in this lifetime, I saved somebody. Karma balance. Okay. Or I choose, okay, now let me take the bullet this time because I did, you know, it's so it's all frequency. And in every now moment, we have that choice. That's where, so it's free will. So, so in essence, in that lifetime, you had karma to balance. But in every now moment, you can choose how you balance out that karma. Yeah, 100%. I was just reading a book called um, The Seat of the Soul by Gary Zukav. Have you heard of it? Yes, uh, yes, 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 yes. He, yes, he talks yes. a lot about karma yes. and karmic balance and how it's not about good or bad or right or wrong or any of that. It's simply just an energetic balance and it's, it's powerful. Exactly, exactly. That's very true. People think of karma as a bad thing. It's not. All karma is is balancing and it's you. Nobody's over you saying you better. It's you at the soul level. You're like, I got to go back and fix that. That yeah. is your, your so sovereign divine being of light and you are the one balancing out your karma. And in every now moment, you can choose how to balance out that karma. So it's destiny and free will at the same. It's never this or that. It's always this and that. Never one or the other. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, and, and I, honestly, everything that was confusing in my life came to an understand. I understand it through one simple knowing, the oneness. There is no good or bad. There is no right or wrong. There just is. There just is in this that's now. Always, that's always how it always is. But people, yes. Listen, it's again. There's, there's. Uh, I always go to what do you tell the person that brings the extreme of it just is like right sun transitioning right? right a lot of people are like, well, what do you mean? You know, what do you do with that? Mm -hmm. So. I have my answer, but what would your answer be? What do you do? Okay, it just is. Now what? Okay, well, uh, the just the isness is understanding again, and this comes from knowing who you truly are. The understanding that every is isness, everything that happens, happens for your highest good as a soul, and the highest good of all, because there's no separation. So even if the most horrible thing happened in front of your eyes, it happened. Hey, you're creating it. Nothing happens to you that you don't agree to on a soul level. No one can kill you. No one, no one can kill you without your soul contract with that other soul that, okay, you're going to kill me at this particular time, this particular day. And that can be changed again, because it's fluid. It's nothing, you know, um, destiny is not set in stone. You can change that, but no soul can kill you. Nobody can be killed without their soul's permission. So nobody can be harmed without their soul's permission. 
And how do you help people see that that are not there yet? Ah, it's a, again, that's a wick. For me, I say, I don't have beliefs. I have knowings. Okay. And when I say it, a knowing, it's, it's for me, uh, knowing is like a belief on steroids. It's like, it's like, I know what I know, what I know. And it's just, it comes from inside. It doesn't necessarily even come from a book. Yes, books and teachers and guides can help lead you to that inner knowing. The truth is within all of us. That awakening is within. And all I can do is help guide someone there. I can't, it, it's gotta be, and it's not a mind awakening, not an intellectual awakening. It's a heart and soul awakening. So yeah. when you, yeah, when you get that heart, it's like, ah, I get it. I know. I know I'm creating this reality. I'm owning every ounce of it, everything. There's nobody to blame. We pick our parents and not many people, ah, I just, you know, have this big thing going on with their parents. You pick them, okay? You pick them before you were born. You knew exactly what you were being born into and you picked it. It was exactly what that soul wanted for that life experience. When we understand that this is a dream of our own creation, no soul is ever harmed. This, you know, the physical body is like a car. I've had nine different cars in this lifetime, all different colors, all different shapes and sizes. Now we pick our body. We're like, okay, like our avatar. We pick, okay, I like, yeah, I'll be black in this lifetime. Oh, I'll be white. I'll be Chinese. I'll be, I've been, we've been everything. We've been, and we've also chosen to play the role of the dark. We've all played, now we're playing roles of light. But we've all played the roles of the dark, the dark and the light. The yin yang symbol, that's God. That's all that is. Same, equal, light, dark. Okay? It's not separate. In, in that way, the dark is the light, just operating differently. Exactly. Lower, operating at a lower frequency because it's all frequency. Love is up here. Hate is down here. But it's all the same frequency. Science has proven that. It's the same frequency, it's the same energy. It's the same energy, I said that wrong, not the same frequency. It's the same energy vibrating at different frequency. So unconditional love is the highest frequency and that's up here. So no matter what someone does, you do nothing but love them. And you, it's un, you forgive them unconditionally because you know they are a part of you and you know you wrote that script for them. What they just said to you that hurt you deeply, you wrote that script for them. <laughs> so, as a matter of fact, let me show you this book. I'm going to show you this book because I'm actually going to meet someone later. And I got this book for her. It's The Little Soul in the Sun. It is a, a children's book written by Neil Donald Walsh. Are you yes. And in this book, it explains in a child's level that in spirit, we ask people to be mean to us when we came when we come here to help us remember who we are because our our challenges are our greatest blessings it's our challenges that help us to awaken and remember who we are so not the good deal you know, we just partied all our life from beginning from birth to death all we did is party we're not awakening spiritually you know and some people do pick to have a party life it's okay it's you know but but to really awaken it's the it's when the rubber hits the road 
is when we awaken. So our challenges, like my biggest challenge was my son's transition. So that helped me to awaken. And he knew, he's like, Ma, it's time for me to go, but I'm not leaving you. We're working together hand in hand. It's beautiful. Yeah. I'm, I'm writing a few things down also. I write a lot whenever I'm in, uh, in conversation just to take Yeah, it. I do the same thing. I do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I've been mentoring a lot lately and I love it. I love mentoring people and... It's just, I just, I, I think the greatest thing is to know, know who you truly are and why you're here. And when you know who you are and why you're here and you're living that day in and day out, there's nothing greater. Money can't buy that, <laughs> you know? Yeah, they're, they're, I find it so interesting because I know some people that have had incredible experiences mm -hmm. way beyond what anybody can even probably begin to imagine. Right. And they still choose not to see certain things. Yes. You know, that's that's the most interesting where yeah. there's, uh, they know who they are. They've experienced timelessness. They've experienced everything under the sun, both tangible and intangible. Right. And they still choose not to learn certain things. They still choose not to forgive. Mm -hmm. They still choose to, to sit with certain revenge, you know, mm -hmm. It's, well, you think that when a person has that right experience that it's like, oh, okay, you're not going to do that. But there are many that do. I agree with you. And you have to understand we can't judge that soul because that, that it's from their higher self. There's still something for them to learn. So that's why they're choosing to still, I, they still basically are saying, I need to go farther into the darkness because there's still something I need to remember. So mm -hmm. it's all about their soul's karma. So we can never judge the choices that another person make, that, a choice that we would never make, but we can't judge their choices because it's from their soul. Their soul is leading them where they need to be. Yeah. And so sometimes you need to hit rock, rock bottom before, and it's just that karma. It's just balancing that karma. Because we're all, like you said, we are all of the light and we all will return to the light. And for me, it's not, I know many people, especially in these days and age says we're in the spiritual warfare. I never use that terminology. We're, it's, a, it's a spiritual chess match. The light has already won, but it's just about the light shining on the dark to transform the dark back to light. And eventually, it, because time is, is, there is no time. All there is, is the now. So when it happens, it's going to happen in perfect divine timing. So it's not about, um, you know, fighting because when you're fighting the dark, you're basically fighting an aspect of yourself. Individually, we have a shadow side and collectively we have a shadow side. And what we want is to, and when I say embrace the shadow, I mean, shine the light. Shine the light on the child, shine the light on the truth. Let the truth will come to light. And we want to shine the, our light as bright as we can on the, on the dark to transform the dark back to light. But not it's not pushing away and fighting against because whatever you push away and fight against, you actually make it stronger. People don't, so many people don't know that. So many people don't understand what they hate. They are, with that energy of hate, they're literally making what they hate stronger because it's all energy. You shine love on it and it, it, 
Yes. What you what you resist persists. Exactly. But exactly. that's why there there are many things that out of that lack of awareness, people are let's say anti-racist. Right. You can't be anti-racist and assume that racism is going to dissolve. Right. Because being anti-something keeps that something alive. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Because being anti-anything keeps that anything alive. So you have to do the exact opposite. Don't be anti that. Right. Be pro its opposite. Right. So exactly. You in that case is you 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 literally amplify the energy of its opposite instead of what you're trying to get rid of. Exactly. So many people don't understand that, but that is very, very true. Um, I've heard that um, Mother Teresa said she will never go to an uh, uh, anti-war rally, but she will go to a peace rally. So you see the difference using the word term peace instead of anti-war, because words have vibration and frequency too. So mm -hmm. anti-war is down here. Peace is up here. So I heard that um, Mother Teresa said that, and it sounds like something she would say. So yes, exactly. That's why I say, that's why I say, I don't call this a spiritual war because war, that has a vibration. It's not about war because war is still feeding into separation. See, it's, it's about a game. We're playing a chess ma match. The light has all, the light always wins, period, because we're all of light and it's unconditional love. So that, that always is hot, the highest frequency. And again, we go through these lifetimes trying to remember and we choose it. We choose these lifetimes because we were trying, balancing out our karma until we get back to fully light. And then we do it again. It's just, you know, it's just, you know, so. It's when you understand the truth of what's really happening, you stay in the frequency of love and peace and, and harmony. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I mean, every, again, every, sorry about that. That's okay. Everything, everything you're saying is, it's all reminders. And that's, yes. that's what I love. I, I, uh, more reminders than teachings, you know? Right. I mean, yes. Every reminder is a teaching, but exactly. ultimately it's a reminder. And exactly. It's beautiful. Exactly. Now, tell me how you got started in doing what you're doing, because I know you've written a few books. I want you to tell us about your books. Tell us about all the stuff that you're doing. Um, I've written a couple books. I've written three books now. My third one is on its way out. Okay. Um, everything having to do really with what we spoke about here going into, I, I believe that foundational understandings mm -hmm. are important to move forward with anything else. Mm -hmm. So I actually have and here, this one is the first book I wrote, Forming the Formless. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Forming the Formless is, came from actually a very simple idea. Okay. One day I was looking at a house and I'm, I, I, I come from the real estate industry, real estate business. Okay. So I see houses and buildings being built all the time. Okay. And, you know, when you look at the process of this finished product that we have called a house or a building and you go back, it goes to before you brought the construction workers, before you brought all of these people to finally build it, you needed a plan that you call mm -hmm. a blueprint. Right. And building, building actual ideas of what it is that you're going to be putting together with engineers and so on. Mm -hmm. But before that, you needed the idea. Right. And my question was, where did the idea exist before it was in your mind as a mm -hmm. tangible idea that eventually turned into a physical building. Mm 
Right. And that's why it's called forming the formless because I, I, I believe that there's this place of no form compass mm-hmm. is all that you can call God, source, whatever you want to call it. Right. Mm-hmm. That everything comes from, and there's an infinite potential within this infinite source of nothingness. But when I say nothingness, I don't yes. mean nothing. I mean no thing, meaning not one thing, everything. Right. That is so true. And the, the purpose of the book, the way that I broke it up was between foundations and illusions. So there's mm-hmm. foundations of the energetic laws of the universe that, mm-hmm. I mean, in my views cannot be refuted because it's mm-hmm. just the way things work energetically, not physically, but energetically. Right. right. Go, like the law of balance, for example. Yes, yes. Going into the illusions like death, like time, like division and separation, going into the whole unity and oneness. Right. Or when we understand the foundations, we then understand why those things are actually illusions. We experience them, but they're right. illusions. They're not real. They're not fundamental realities. Yes. yes. And uh, from there, I wrote my second book, which is wait, right that, here. wait before you jump to the second book. I just wanted to say something about that first book. Was I so resonate with everything you just said? But there was another a key to my awakening happened in seventh grade when we were studying atoms and molecules in seventh grade. And my seventh grade science teacher said nothing is truly solid. You put yeah. anything under a high-powered microscope, what do you see? You see tiny moving particles, and they're moving, meaning there's life. So there's life in that this desk that's in front of me. It, it's wood, but you put it, you see there's life in there. So everything has that life, which is that energy. Everything has that. And it's not even, those mo- tiny particles are not even touching, meaning it's not even truly solid. It's just our limited senses that make make it seem like it's solid, but it's not even solid. So we're not living in a solid universe. And you're absolutely, absolutely right about the nothingness to into the illusion of something because the what appears to be matter is just an illusion that we create from consciousness. There's only one consciousness. There's only one mind. It's just God creating that you know god is the creator and we are all little creators with you know together but exactly and also when you sent mentioned about building i've lived here where i live now for 30 years and across the road i live on the cul-de-sac across the road for 30 years was nothing but beautiful woods they just built the house (laughs) And they just built, and it's not a little house either. It's a humongous house, but here's the good thing. They did keep a tree line in front of this humongous house. So I'm still looking at trees, but there's behind the trees now is this humongous house they just built. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, go ahead. Now the second book. Um, So no, I mean, it's back to what you were saying yeah it's very fascinating to see that that's the true nature of everything you know it's not what we think it is it's something completely different exactly so the second book is actually an expansion on chapter three of forming the formless called the language of energy which is right here okay love it the language of energy explains certain things in regards to once again, energetic understandings mm-hmm. of how that can be applied. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you an example over here where um, 
a lot, a, a big portion has to do with words, mm-hmm. the power of words, the power of sound, the power of vibration and how words are, I mean, there, there's a full like 60 pages just on the power of words and speech. Yes. And it talks all about how words are the magnifying glass to understand your thoughts and your beliefs because mm-hmm. they're an expression, reflection of them. Very true. Very and true. Uh, I mean, it talks about really everything in regards to how energy works, but through the physical formation of life and through the physical experience of life. Mm-hmm. So anywhere from words to color yes. and how color can guide us with the food that we eat. Mm-hmm. How to consume food accordingly in a way to heal the body instead of a way to cause the body to go into a state of dis-ease or disease. Yes. And um, that, that would be the language of energy. The actual mm-hmm. subtitle is accessing, understanding, and applying mm-hmm. universal language that connects all beings and all things. So that unified field of consciousness that you were yes. talking about is pretty much what's being spoken about in that book. And uh, the last book, which is in publication right now, um, is called Rays of Knowledge, like sun rays. Mm-hmm. And okay. it's all about certain uh, uh, experiences and knowledge that I've been blessed with to have the privilege to learn over the past three years with incredible teachers and mentors mm-hmm. uh, that's consolidated and sort of uh, put into one, I wouldn't say simple, but one consolidated book oh, right. with a very, a very wide array of information, one chapter having to do with life and explaining how there is no such thing as anything that is not alive because life is energy and energy is consciousness. And therefore everything is conscious, whether we understand it or not, according to our level of understanding. So that one mm-hmm. is being published now or sometime mm-hmm. in a few weeks. Okay, and, awesome. Uh, Dr. Christiane Northrup actually wrote the forward for that one. So I'm excited. I love her. I got to get it. I've been, I've had a lot of doctors on the show lately, especially because all the stuff going on. I I don't know if you know, Dr. Andrew Kaufman, he was on, but also Dr. Kelly Brogan a few weeks ago. And I've got, and Dr. Sherry Tenpenny is coming up in July. And I got to get Dr. Uh, Christine. Yes, yes, yes. So yes, because I, since uh, March 2020, I've been listening to the doctors that are speaking truth. Okay, even though they're being censored, I still listen to them and invite them as guests on my show. But no, everything you said is so, so totally true. It's just, you know, it's, it's about awakening and remembering like you said we're all sovereign divine beings of light and we need to when we remember that and we don't have hold on because a lot of people now that are in this really fear mode is are holding on to the old 3d matrix even though we see it crumbling they're like but that's all i that's all their limited human self know so they're holding on to it dearly but then they everybody will at some point and again it doesn't have to be in this lifetime but everybody because time is just an illusion anyway like uh einstein said time is merely an illusion albeit a very persistent one the wonderful thing is the science the the layman term for science that i know all correlates with spiritual knowledge and wisdom that it is it's very simple the simple truth of oneness that it is all one it is all life and when we wake up to that truth, we will be living in a higher 
consciousness level and some might still choose and and it's okay those that choose to still play in the dark still play it's okay it's not a judgment it's like okay it it's their soul's choice for their soul's reason and all i do is send them love and light and i don't argue with people about anything i just share my truth i tell them to share their truth and there's no need to argue it's all about us being our unique aspect of all that is i love it so love yes it. yes beautiful sum up of, of that whole thing well thank you now please share with our listeners how they can find you how they can follow you and you and i are going to work together on a project for next summer we're starting this summer to organize it uh the unity tour remember yeah, we have to speak about that. Yes, we do. We have to speak. I've already started connecting because I worked on the tour this summer um, with Sasha Stone and Robert Steele. And so now I have that experience of putting together and organizing a tour. And I say, I want to start as soon as possible. So I've already made some connections and just we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. But next awesome. summer, 2022, Unity Tour, U.S. Unity Tour. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking it into like you were saying about the building you had to so I'm speaking it into life so next summer we'll all be ready for it <laughs> I love it I love it so in terms of where people can find me um depending on what country you're in because some countries have banned my website from their country um you can go to just my name jasonchurka.com yes uh, I'm on Instagram jasonchurka YouTube jasonchurka Facebook jasonchurka everything's my name and um, I have a platform called the Academy of Divine Knowledge that I built. Okay, uh, awesome. That hosts all of these doctors and teachers and leaders from all around the world with awesome. incredible information and teachings and lessons that are all censorship free. It's completely controlled by us. Good. Nobody can touch it. So that's a, that's a great platform that we open that's doing really well. Yes. And reaching tons of people around the world. Yes. Uh, you can find that at academyofdk.com, like Academy of Divine Knowledge, mm -hmm. dk.com. Awesome. Uh, and I'll be sure to have the links below this awesome. video. I don't awesome. think some of my videos, I can only put the intro on YouTube and put the rest on BitChute, but I don't, I think this one should be okay. I don't think we didn't say anything about the, you know, the V word or anything. <laughs> so yeah. This, I think this one should be okay on YouTube. And I, I tell them all the time, you guys are censoring and taking away freedom of speech, freedom of health choices. I mean, nobody can tell me what to put in my body, period. There's no way. But thank you so much. And we definitely, I'm so glad we, we I'm in Pennsylvania, you're in Long Island, so we're not far and we can work together and do things together. Awesome. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being my guest. I appreciate it. Have right. a wonderful have a wonderful 4th of July weekend. Thank you. You as well. Okay. Bye for now. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. Ch -ch 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 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.